Here it was, the big day. My baby's first solid food. For months, we had been building to this moment, and I knew what to expect. For as a first-time mother with no experience, I had dutifully read numerous pregnancy and childcare manuals that provided guidance for each stage. I loved the certainty of the words on the printed page that helped to clarify great unknowns, especially during those first intense, bewildering, exhilarating days after birth. Is my baby eating enough? Is he sleeping like a normal newborn? What is the thick yellowish fluid emanating from my breasts? Colostrum? What is the thin, watery substance that follows later? What? That's milk? A product of the late baby boom years, I was an infant when breastfeeding rates were at their lowest levels in U.S. history. Yet given the breastfeeding renaissance that occurred toward the end of the 20th century, I, as a parent in the mid-1990s, embraced the practice, as did other women of the educated middle class. After the initial discomfort and trial and error, I got the hang of it. After I returned to work, I dutifully pumped, using the expensive double-barreled electric breast pump inherited from my sister, and left bottles for my husband and the babysitter. I found motherhood energizing. Though feeding my baby was not a continuous pleasure, it produced a euphoria that transformed not only my mental state, but my entire body as well. The book, the best-selling pregnancy and infant advice manual everyone seemed to be using at the time, said to begin solid foods sometime between four and six months of age, when the baby was ready. That is, when he or she showed interest in food demonstrated developed swallowing reflexes, and could sit upright in the high chair. An earlier generation had begun solids much earlier. But prevailing wisdom and practice in the mid-1990s held that it was better to wait. In fact, there seemed to be an unstated assumption among women I knew that the longer one delayed introducing solids, the better. The mothers most intensely focused on infant feeding seemed to want to wait until six months rather than four. One acquaintance relayed with pride that her daughter didn't taste solid food until eight months of age. But my baby was strong and healthy, wiry and alert, and I felt he was so active that he needed solids earlier than six months. Or perhaps I just wanted to begin feeding him solids, a novel task, the idea of which seemed pleasurable. I decided to split the difference between four and six months and start him at five, exactly five months to the day of his birth. I honestly don't remember if my very evolved and parent-happy husband was privy to these detailed ruminations. I might have chatted with him about it, but as far as I know, I never asked him to help make the decision. Feeding solids seemed my domain, as it emanated naturally out of breastfeeding. My realm by virtue of biology. I am chagrined to admit that I never consulted the traditional transmitter of knowledge about these things. My mother. As a parent who, with her husband, my father, successfully raised four daughters, she presumably knew a thing or two about feeding a baby. As is typical for extended families in the United States, my mother lived hundreds of miles away and... Anyway, it somehow seemed more appropriate to place my confidence in the professional experts. 
those in the medical establishment who specialized in infant feeding and nutrition, as well as the infant and toddler advice books that had attained credibility with friends and acquaintances whose values I shared. So before my baby turned five months of age, I went to the grocery store and stared, for the first time, at the aisle of baby food products. Multiple brands of infant formula in all shapes and sizes, boxes of baby cereals, and seemingly hundreds of little jars of colorful foods, most with a simple pencil sketch of a winsome baby's face and the label. I picked up and examined a jar of baby food, applesauce, as I remember. I looked at the ingredients, apples, water, ascorbic acid for vitamin C. I looked at the price. Hmm, I remember thinking, aren't those the same ingredients as in a regular jar of applesauce, except in a smaller jar?